Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Puff Nation! Help me. <laughs> I was going to say, was that a little too loud for you? <laughs> yes. And can you please turn those lights off? <laughs> what do you think I'm wearing What these? is going on? Oh, DMVR Buffs prime time. What's up? <laughs> Live from the incredible Circus Sportsbook. Just take a look, man. This place is <clears throat> This place is sick. Got to give it that. We need to I need to come back when there's actual sports. Football on the TV specifically. I know. The sports season sucks right now. It's not uh, great. But we did get the Women's World Cup game last night, which was pretty lit. Um, th- uh, State of Colorado 3, Vietnam 0. Wow, really? Yep. Yep. Damn. Uh, Insane. All Colorado goals for the uh, U.S. women's national team. As I tweeted out, the state of Colorado is going to win the World Cup. Hell yeah, man. Let's make it happen. We are presented by Illegal Pete's. Everyone's go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. And when I say everyone's, I mean everyone's. We'll talk about that a little later. I don't know if someone just stepped on a cord, but I just went deaf in my left ear. It could also just be me. (laughs) Um, Let's talk about Pac-12 Media Day. Are we Uh, good? I think we're back. Whew. Thought it was me. Are you fully back, though? No, that's why I have three <laughs> different types of liquid in front of me. Just anything, you know, just need to tap into any sort of uh, fluids that I can get. I got two. I'm feeling pretty good, though. Uh, let's talk about Pac-12 Media Day because Shador, Travis, and Coach Kelly absolutely dominated. It wasn't even close when you look at the numbers. Um, I saw, went back and watched some of the show from yesterday. And all I saw in the comments were, this stream has more viewers than the Pac-12's actual stream on YouTube for Media Day. Yeah, dude, that's insane. Yeah. Not just because, like, it's just us, which, you know, if, if we're being humble, it is just us. Um, but the Pac-12 conference, that YouTube channel probably, uh, you know, first of all, predates ours by many years. Mm-hmm. Um, and... It's also, you know, putting who you would think would attract a lot of attention on that channel, meaning Lincoln Riley's live on the channel, Caleb Williams is live on the channel. These are names that you expect to command a lot of attention, a lot of eyeballs. Not the case. Well, they got some, just not nearly as much. Bro, our takeaways video <laughs> from after... Yeah. I haven't seen this. Outdrew Caleb Williams and Lincoln Riley. What did they end up with? So I'll post this on Twitter a bit later. Shout, um, out, shout out RG for uh, the beautiful camera work. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dan Lanning had 2.2K. Uh, Bo Nix and Jeffrey Boss at 1.5. Um, who else do we got? Everyone's in the hundreds. So, yes. The commissioner got 2.2K. Still weak. Uh, Whittingham got 2K. These are the highest, by the way. Meanwhile. Were those live or are those posted later? I think these are posted later. Eh, whatever. Either way, the Travis and Shador press conference is at 60K. Charles Kelly's press conference is at 24K. So at least 
30 times yes. what anyone else did, and it's really more than that. That graph we put out yesterday, just re repost it today because that's what happened at Pac-12 Media Day. Insane. Yeah. And, you know, the truth is, Jake, when I think about this, yeah, it's fun to just be like, ha-ha, everyone cares more about Colorado than anyone else. To me, that's not what this is about. It's about recruiting. Mm-hmm. A hundred percent this is about recruiting. The same thing with the graphic that we put out yesterday about the Instagram followers. I don't know if you guys saw it, but Colorado, and, and you know, we made this when Coach Prime was supposed to come. So you combine Coach Prime, Shador, and Travis Hunter. Combine all of their Instagram followers. That's five million followers. Five million. USC was second on the list. They had like 250,000. Five million to 250,000. Again, with Caleb, who's a Heisman Trophy winner. With the Heisman Trophy winner. This is recruiting. Yeah. And obviously this is, doesn't have everything to do with Colorado because Coach Prime and Travis and Shador built massive followings while they were at Jackson State. It has everything to do with Coach Prime. If you join this universe, you will become a star. Like, the proof is completely right there in the pudding. Not only do you become a star and you get, you know, more attention and more national headlines, you get bigger NIL opportunities, uh, and you walk in to, hopefully for you, the NFL with a brand already, just like Coach Prime himself, yep. who yep. walked in to the NFL with a brand that he has used to his advantage for the rest of his life. That brand that he created while he was in college has made him generational wealth. And it allows him to take care of his family. And, you know, he's now put his kids in a position to do the same thing. And when I say his kids, I mean his blood children. And I also mean his players yep. that he has brought up. This is crazy. This is crazy. So... You know, to the college recruits who see that, that should be easy. For sure. Come to Colorado, leave with a brand that you can use for a long, long time. And Travis and Shador are there already. Yep. But Cormani's next, and it's going to happen quickly because already just the attention, even on our show, when we talk about him, the show goes off. Anytime mm -hmm. he does anything, it goes off. And this guy is just starting to figure it out, too. Once Coach Prime, Travis, and Shador kind of guide him a bit, he's absolutely next up, going to be the next Travis Hunter, basically, of just NIL deals like crazy. He's going to be known as one of the best players in the country in a matter of weeks. I expect that to happen pretty soon this season, uh, at least at his position at corner. Um, it's an empire. Absolutely. And, you know, Cormani uh, is... Um an interesting guy in the fact that he's a little bit on the quieter side but there's another thing that coach prime does for these guys he gives them that media training you know neely's yep. going to help out with that help these guys understand you know how to be comfortable uh when talking to the media you know we hope and we try that to make it so when they talk to us they're extremely comfortable but not everyone is like us you know and, and people are going to try to put them in uncomfortable positions uh and they'll be more and more prepared to do that as they mature and they grow within the program but to me, this is not nothing. You know, like, in, in most cases, clicks and views and all this is nothing. In this specific case, this is something. Uh, and, and I would, you know, they, they have plenty of recruiting feathers in their cap that they can use. I would use this one. Mm. I would use it and say, look at this. You come here, 
people are going to pay attention to every move you make. Nothing you do will go under the radar, for better or for worse. But if you're a competitor, you see that for better. Absolutely. Uh, anything else on the buffs before we get to some quick Pac-12 superlatives? Oh, man. Um, I just can't. Uh, you know, we've, we've talked about the whole thing. But, like, even our, I hadn't mentioned this yet, our videos of just the Travis and Shador interviews from our show that we clipped out, you know, it ended up being a two-hour show. So it's like, okay, not everyone's going to sit through this and, and catch all the interviews. It did, right. well, They were mostly right off the top. But those are over triple what any player on the Pac-12's official website. And I don't know, you know, if there was anyone else. Was there anyone else on Radio Row streaming live on YouTube? No. There were the there was the serious guys who of course are over the airwaves and they were I think everyone else was over the airwaves if they were live. Not a single camera. Crazy. So we don't have any other numbers to check. Yep, we don't. <laughs> League of our own, man. Crazy. Um, all right, some Pac-12 superlatives. We just talked a lot about the buffs, and we kind of talked about this yesterday. But best non-buffs interview. I'm gonna maybe butcher his name, but. Uh Kitan Oladapo yep. was really great. I'm um, excited to share with you guys that footage. Um, <clears throat> you know, I know you guys will love it too because a lot of these guys, I don't know, they wanted to, like, no one wants to, not no one, but a lot of these guys don't want to, like, feed the Coach Prime hype Right, it's already so big. Yeah. But a couple of them, including uh, Kitan, was like, well, yeah, um, Greatest cornerback of all time, hands down. So, yeah. yeah, it's really awesome that he's, like, a coach in the conference or whatever it was. Yep. It's like, yep. oh, hell yeah. But he had a lot of cool things to say. He was a fun interview. Um, you guys saw him quickly in the uh, barbecue sauce cut. Um, shout out Shador's number two. Oh yeah. But um, he was really, really cool, really insightful, really laid back, just, yep. you know, just vibing. And yep. I loved it. Um, he's definitely up there. Who's yours? You said it yesterday, Mason Cobb. He was cool. He was really cool. Um, he's a guy, entered the portal, uh, balled out at Oklahoma State, entered the portal, and just talked about, you know, kind of that process with us, and that was fascinating. I don't even remember if that was recorded or if it was off the record, but that was just fascinating to hear more insight into the transfer portal process. Um, just a super bright guy, too, man. Also joking about with uh, Lincoln Riley, the Bedlam rivalry, it's still uh, – it's still a little there. Yeah, he said, go ask Lincoln what happened this last <laughs> game at Oklahoma. That's yeah. his coach now. Yeah. Of course, he was at Oklahoma State. They beat Oklahoma in Lincoln Riley's last game there. Um, question for you. Okay. <clears throat> so everyone knows I ended up not. Mm -hmm. Would it have been inbounds for me to give him a fashion tip? Ooh, <laughs> what's the tip? <laughs> So he had a, a great suit jacket on, right? Yeah. He was looking super clean, like tailored suit. But when you go one button on your suit jacket, it's always the top button. Just the top button. Uh -huh. He had his bottom button and not the top button. I, I, was, I wanted to just be like, hey, flip those buttons. But I was like, nah, I can't do that. That's just looking up for someone. <sighs> See, now I feel bad. It's all good. Maybe I should have told the girl to tell him. Right, yeah. Yeah, that would have been a good. That would have been a, a. Well, he goes to USC. Sorry about it. <laughs> Best dressed. He's up there, but uh, there was one guy we didn't we didn't talk to him. We didn't end up talking. He had the most like um, 
I don't know if the word security, but he had like two people with him at all times, yep. making sure no one was like, you know, coming in from the flanks. Right. Uh, Bonix. Bonix. Bonix had like a gray pants with like a light green suit jacket on. It was it was it was nice. Even had the shoes to match with it all. It was great. Yep. Um, one I didn't particularly, you know, it didn't blow me away. The Heisman winner. Yeah. I thought he could have brought it a little more. You yeah. know, like he just went the jacket with the white or the blue jacket with the white shirt, and no tie. Right. It was it left a little bit to be desired. Yeah. I feel like if you're the Heisman winner and you're going to suit up, like, to the nines, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, do you like the dressing up for media day or do you like the guys coming in polo <coughs> and just kind of like there to do their thing? I will say it's like kind of – it's kind of a flex yeah. to suit up. Yeah. Like, it, it, I prefer everyone just be comfortable. You know, they're, right. like, playing pickleball and mini golf yeah. and bags. So it's like, you know, if it was my team, I would definitely tell them, hey, you guys, you, you know, just wear a nice polo like Travis and Shador. Right. Um, Travis and Shador obviously brought it, especially Travis brought it with the bling. No, I'm sorry, Shador brought it with the bling. Um, but I don't know. It, it felt – like a, a little bit of a statement to show up in, in the suits. Like, yeah, we're, right. we're here for business. Yeah. Shout out Coach Kelly, though, because he was dripping, too. He was. Um, all right. Most likely coach to have made the anonymous quote. <laughs> um, man, I want you to answer this first. Um, we didn't talk to Arizona, so I know a lot of people throw Jetfish out. Uh, Dan Lanning. Yep, I'm joining you on that. Yeah. The hard part about Dan Lanning is I told someone after this, like, people kind of came away from our interview with him being like, ah, like, maybe he's the guy. I just felt like he was over media day and just, like, didn't really vibe with us. Right. Oh, definitely not. Um, so maybe that's why he came off that way. Yeah. But he does – he seems like a little bit of like a – he seems a little snaky. Yeah. So I, I think I'm going to join you. The the dark horse uh, – and I, I hate to do this to him because uh, he was actually nice to us – was uh, Washington State. Jake Dicker. Yeah. When, you, when we – I think you guys will see it. When we talked about Coach Prime, he just – I don't know. His tone changed a little bit. Yeah. That's a team that got ravaged by the portal, too. That is, yeah. And I, I've been there, so uh, sorry, Coach. I know what it feels like. <laughs> Worst interview. Although I guess my entire you know, career doesn't ride on it. <laughs> um, Worst interview. <clears throat> Worst interview was Cole Bishop from Utah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, I don't know. He j- Sometimes I wonder who makes these calls on who to send to media day. Right. Like, it's not a career achievement award. Yeah. It's a, this guy's really good at interview award. Yep. And he was not. Didn't try the Shadors. Oh, yeah. We asked him to try. <laughs> that was actually funny. So, <laughs> you know, when you're asking someone to try food, you don't want to be, like, too pushy. Right, right. Um, because it was a weird request. Uh-huh. So I'm like, hey, will you try this barbecue sauce for us real quick? And he was just like, he immediately looks at his like PR representative and he's like, can you save me? Like, and he just goes, do I have to? And I was like, no, dude. He's like, okay, yeah, I'm really picky. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. You'll be able to watch it soon. Uh, player who surprised you the most? 
I'm the one who came up with this category, and then I didn't think of my answer. <laughs> um, player who – oh, no, I did think of my answer. Player who surprised me the most was Cam Rising. Uh, and I, when I tell you he surprised me the most, I just, like, I don't like him because he's good at football and he's not on my team. Um, but he made me like him. Yeah. Because he was really cool. <laughs> I saw a comment um, on one of our videos. Cam Rising gives off big-time Jake Plummer energy. That's a great one. He's a little more uh, – he's a little cooler. Yeah. A little cooler than Jake Plummer. Like, Jake Plummer is – he. when you talk to Jake Plummer now, he seems like he had no business ever being a football player. Yeah. Um, but he, w- he was probably cooler back in the day when he's, like, you know, running the town at ASU. Right. Um, but – um, Cam Rising, like he's got a cool factor to him. Um, he's super laid back. He was having, you know, a ton of fun with the whole process yesterday. Uh, it was great. I will say, man, they put those guys through a marathon. That is so brutal. It's too. Uh, I mean, I, I don't. I guess that's the whole point of it. But it seems like a little too much. Did you watch the? I think what they should do. So like they they offered to schedule us for every single yes. player and coach that was there, which was so cool. <clears throat> I think they should just have people request who they want. Right, right. Because um, I I have no – like, people are going to want me to throw them under the bus here. I have no idea who it was or what station they were from. Um, but Shador told me that uh, someone was talking about Jackson and said, so, you know, the big transition you're going through from Jacksonville State. And it's just like, okay, well, if you're not even going to put in – Right. One iota of effort to, to do this interview. It tells me you aren't all that interested in doing the interview in the first place. Yeah. And we don't need to send these guys to tables that don't want or care to talk to them. Uh, you should watch the well-off that came out last night and see. I mean, Travis was over it from the beginning. <laughs> Fair. Uh, okay, we got to go a little quicker here. I want to uh, shout out to everyone who, you know, gave us props for the for the, all the shows, yep. the interviews, you know, a lot of people um, like had our back. I don't know what the word is. They're just like, hey, like, you know, stick at it with Travis. I think you guys did a great job. Right. Like, you know, you, you, he, he just wasn't in the mood, but I, I appreciated all of the comments. Tra- Travis was fine, I thought. Oh yeah, me too, me too. Yeah, um, I, yeah, and I, I kind of defended him to a couple people who were in my DMs. I'm like, hey man, yeah. like, he, you know, he's he's not necessarily like that. Right. But I thought he, you know, he was, he's still insightful. And like I said on Twitter, not always a man of too many words, mm-hmm. still has some banger quotes because he is who he is. Right. Um, we haven't just spent a lot of time around him, too. Like, he, I'm sure he knows us, but he doesn't know us. You know what I mean? We've talked to Shador many times. Yep. Um, even though yesterday was the first time on the show. but Someone in the comments, I Swear TV said uh, media day should be two days. I think that's a good idea. Um, okay, last one. Favorite coach. <clears throat> Favorite coach. Mine was Chip Kelly. Eh. Really? Yeah, I mean, he was good on our show, but I just... <laughs> <laughs> not enough to turn me. Um, okay. Favorite coach, favorite coach, favorite coach. Who are some other candidates? I'm blanking. I thought Kalen DeBoer was great as well. He was really good. Um, we talked about Troy Taylor yesterday. He was pretty good. Eh. Jonathan Smith was not bad, too. Jonathan Smith was good. Okay, so far the best one you've said was Kalen DeBoer. 
I think I think that's that's who I'm gonna go with. Uh like I would obviously be playing for Coach Prime, but in a different world, yeah. I could in, I could have envisioned myself playing for Kalen DeBoer when he was talking. Hell yeah, yeah, seemed very genuine. Not Chip Kelly, not Dan Laning, not Lincoln Riley. Nope. All uh, right. Shout out to Circa, man. I'm. Uh, we need to come back soon because I didn't get enough time here, and yeah. we need to come back in sports season, like I said. But this place is incredible, man. Um, they got the stadium swim. They got the world's largest sports book. And, of course, over 500 rooms. They're all beautiful, too. If you're heading out to Vegas for a Broncos Raiders game, Avs, or Avs and Knights, a Pac-12 or Mountain West alum, book your stay with code DMVR20. You'll get 20% off. Shout out to Circa. We'll be back very, very soon. Uh, we didn't talk to Dillingham. That was uh, PHNX, guys. Real quick on Circa, man. This place... Not only is, you know, the whole, what's the word I'm looking for? Like campus, I guess. Yeah. Um, incredible. <laughs> but they take great care of us. Um, they, like, get what we do and think it's really cool. Yeah. Um, they obviously set us up here at Victory Burger today, which I don't know if you've looked over there, but some of the burgers that they offer at this place are insane. They also have, like, like um, a cinnamon toast crunch shake. Oh my god! I know, I know. Oh my god! There's some insane stuff over there. So um, they've got this. They also have a, a bunch of great restaurants in here. Mm -hmm. So like you could just come here, never set foot outside into the heat once, and have yourself a great weekend. Absolutely, brisket fried rice, man. I'm, I think I want to get that for lunch. Let's do it. Um, short. They also have short rib dumplings there. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I made friends with the security guard last night too. My guy Ty. Nice. Damn, yeah. you did you have a, yourself a little night? We were just hanging out. I mean, we didn't do anything too crazy. Okay. But, um, yeah. I, I got into bed at 4.10 a.m. It was about 2 for me, so. Yeah, that's when I should have gone to bed. <laughs> Although I did win in those two hours. All so right, then it was I worth it. it was worth it. Uh, shout out to Kind Love, one of the first dispensaries in Colorado. They're established in 2010. Uh, they cultivate some of the highest quality cannabis in the state. They've recently launched a game-changing new product in the industry known as the Turbo Core. It's a 100-milligram stick. Looks like a toothpick. Uh, you can slide it into a joint, blunt, a cigarette, whatever you need to infuse your experience. Or you can buy one of their pre-rolls. Visit one of the, uh, their stores in Cherry Creek or North Denver. Mention DMVR and receive the DMVR exclusive discount of 25% off all Kind Love flower pre-rolls and their Turbo Joint line. You can also visit their website at kindlove.com and use that code DMVR for online ordering and their full extensive menu. Shout out Kindlove. Hell yeah. Charles Lester III. Um, I, there is some paywalled information out there. I read it. But Flex. I've been hearing this for a minute, though, that he's coming to visit very soon. Let's go. And... Obviously, he was out there early in the year. Zakarl Lewis committed. Yep. He's going to be a buff. Talon's been on him since that visit. Yep. Michael Welch ended up committing from that visit. Um, I think my theory is there may have already been some sort of commitment. Ooh, you're talking silent commitments right now? Bro, the social stuff, he has teased it so hard. He is talking, you know, there was someone, I can't remember what the tweet was or who it was from, but someone said something like, you know, when it comes to recruiting, sometimes all you need to do is follow your heart. Nice. And I also saw the on three insider who was like, 
FSU fans who are really confident about Charles Lester, you know, committing. How would you feel if yes. uh, he visited Colorado this yes. next weekend or whatever? <laughs> or would you feel the same way if he was going to visit Colorado? With a prime gift. Yes. Um, so that was a, a little hint, a little teaser. Also, like, an incredible uh, engagement bait right there. Yeah. Like, just begging, like, yep. literally opening the gates and just being like, come after me, FSU fans. I kind of respected that. Um, I love a, a little silent commit talk. Uh Here's what I'll say. Give me the last visit for every player, and I'll take it every single time. Absolutely. Um, you get to make the final impression. Yep. You get to throw the whole, you know, throw everything in the kitchen sink at them. Yep. And you get to have that last piece of their mind before they have to go and make that decision. And... Every single time I want that last visit, that's what we assume is happening here. And that makes me even more confident that he's going to be a buff. He's committing, I believe, it's the 28th or 29th next weekend. So yeah, we're trending in the right direction. And then probably the best sign of it all, the Message Board Genius's Twitter account uh -oh. posted FSU fans melting down over this. That's incredible. Calling out Norvell, calling out oh Pat Sertan, yes. who's the DB coach. Give it to me. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, yeah. what do you expect from Pat Sertan? Look who he's competing with. I know. Yeah. That's the power, man. Yeah. This guy was great in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Maybe not Hall of Fame great, but he was a force to be reckoned with in the NFL. Absolutely. Played a long time. Pe like, I don't even know. This generation probably doesn't even know his name, honestly. And he Pat Sertan? Yeah. Well, they do because of his son. Well, of course, but, like, but they just, just see him play. No. They I'm, don't see his highlights on Instagram. Well, no. No. It's a different level, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's got to be frustrating for every coach out there that they're competing with Coach Prime because, yep. like we've talked about on this show many times, there's no one else even close to his level in terms of their football career. So Zion said it in the chat. He said Charles Lester is coming on July 25th with Jamarist Gatta Wilder for his unofficial visit, which I think he should be committing. Wow. Again, that was a commenter, not Jake. Yep. But, um, yeah. Incredible. Uh, how about if that, like, if that happens, what is it, once a coincidence, twice is something else, Three's three times is a pattern? Yep. Um, once is chance, twice is coincidence, three times a pass. I don't remember. It's something like that. If a you trend, get the number one corner in the country three times in a row and, you know, Lester, Ellis, go back and forth. Right. Um, but that is, again, it's just one of those things where, like, now every number one corner in the country is just like, oh, well, I have to consider Colorado, of course. Yeah, and everyone's just going to link him to Colorado right away. Yes. And... You'll you'll have a year. You you could potentially have a year with Travis. I guess you will have a year. Yeah. Travis, Cormani, Charles Lester. Yes. All in the same secondary. Yes. Also, this nugget That's like came out. Cheating. We talked to Charles Kelly about this yesterday. Yeah. Like he loves building from the outside in because you you get that those corners locked up. Mm -hmm. You get those wide receivers. You can take them out of the game. It just changes everything. 
That could potentially, well, on paper, that would be the best cornerback room in the history of college football. Mm -hmm. You can make the case that right now it already is. For sure, absolutely. But you get those three on the, on the field together? With O'Marion Cooper, with Jaquez Robinson. Like the whole Pac-12 is going to turn into a running conference yeah. because they won't be able to beat Colorado. <laughs> For sure. Uh, we talked about this earlier in the week. I think it was the on three um, FSU insider. He was saying he wouldn't be surprised if Charles Lester just plays offense in college. That's wild. Yeah. Probably both ways. Um, for sure. Jamaris Wilder is a 2025 running back from Venice as well. Okay. He's Let's bring in all the Venice guys. Yeah, he is. Um, <laughs> speaking of playing offense, someone tried to – you know, we talked to Travis a yeah. little bit about the wide receiver corner stuff. Yes. But in, in his um, yes. podium interview, he was asked, okay, Travis, you have to choose right now. You can only pick one wide receiver or corner. And he was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not choosing both. <laughs> um, I have another quote here. Uh, shout out Silver Buff. And it's also funny when there's no follow-ups. Like, they give you the mic and then they take it away. Yeah. So, like, you can't be like, no, come on. You have to. He's just right. like silent. Everyone just is silent after yeah. that. It goes to the next question. <laughs> shout out Silver Buff. Uh, during Pac-12 Media Day, Travis Hunter was asked how he would describe his game. Freakish athlete who could play both sides of the ball. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, and he said it so nonchalantly. Yeah. He's like, um... Uh, freakish athlete that can play both sides <laughs> of the ball <laughs> and you know uh, I, I think they like someone asked like a little mini follow up to Shador and he was like yeah that's right that's great amazing man shout out Illegal Pete's um, everyone's go to spot for burritos buddies and beers this episode of the DMVR Buffs podcast is presented by Legal Pete's as always shout out to Big Game Boomer hey. he recognizes burrito game yes he does so he put out best Mexican restaurants uh, in every college town, Colorado, Illegal Pete's. Love that. BGB Love that certified. Get yourself a steak and queso burrito. That sounds great right now. Absolutely. Um, go hang out at Illegal Pete's, uh, enjoy an ice cold margarita, or cool off with a bucket of high noons, five high noons for just 22 bucks. Make sure to follow them at Illegal Pete's on Instagram and Twitter. Illegal Pete's is here to make this summer one for the books. Go hang out on the patios. It's a great vibe there. Legal Pete's is your go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. Uh, shout out to Shady Rays, too. Saving me right now. Yep. I'll tell you what. For sure. <laughs> Take on the sun or the uh, Las Vegas lights Yeah. with gear built to last. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, Shady Rays offers a world-class product, durable frames, extremely clear polarized optics. Uh, if you do not like your pair, they will replace them. If you break them, they will replace them. They're just the best, man. Uh, go to the Park Meadows Mall, shop their entire collection, or go to ShadyRays.com, use code DMVR for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. And you can try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Can you uh, do questions for us, Alyssa? Oh, hold on. <coughs> before, yeah, before yeah. we uh, hop into the questions, um, you guys know we, we joke around. We, just, we play around on this show a lot. Uh, but sometimes we have to be serious. So everyone listen up. Because I'm only going to say this once, and if this is violated and you didn't, you didn't happen to hear this, I don't care. Um, we are not going to tolerate, like, hate speech, um, discrimination, any of that shit in the comments at all. Yep. Moving forward, zero tolerance policy. Um, 
in this specific case, it was two different times this week towards women, but I don't care who it's about. Uh, we're not going to tolerate that. So um, that specific user was, you know, saying a lot of bullshit about the women that we've had on this show, and we're, that's just unacceptable. So they've been banned, um, and we will not hesitate to use that ban hammer if you're saying that type of shit. Um, we have a lot of women who work on this show and do an incredible job, including Absolutely. Alyssa, uh, and on this trip, Allie, of course, as well. Um, and they have worked harder than us to get to this spot because this is an extremely male-dominated field. So we are not going to sit here and let people talk shit about them. For sure, man. Thank you for saying that. Yep. Um, just to back it up, the great work that Alyssa, Allie, and Nikki do. Yeah, just, of course. They're phenomenal. And I'm thankful that they were, I work with them. Absolutely, 100%. So I hate when I have to get serious, but... It is what it is. That's what it is. All right. Um, can you read questions for me, Alyssa? Yep. Thanks for that, by the way. I appreciate that. Of course. We got you. Um, okay, so from Wayne, did you guys see Debo Samuels ran an 18.6 mile... Ran 18.6 miles per hour. How many of the buffs are faster than Debo Samuels? <laughs> um, we got practice data from Neely this week. Yeah. Tarvaris Dawson was like a 22.6 over <laughs> everyone. That's insane. Demoy Kennedy was at 21.1. Dylan Edwards was at 21.6. It's it's crazy. And obviously Debo is a different cat. Like yeah. speed isn't his only weapon. Yep. Uh, but the type of speed on this roster. We talk about team speed, and we talked about it so much during the recruitment process. And each guy, you're like, oh, that guy's fast, that guy's fast, that guy's fast. And then you start just, like, seeing it all come together on a yeah. roster, and you're like, oh, this team can fly. <laughs> Leonard Payne had, like, a 17.6. Leonard Payne. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Chance I'm, Main was 18-something. <clears throat> I'm just so excited. Like, I don't know if I can fully explain this, but I'm so excited to go out to a game and see the gold helmets just flying around the field. Yep. Like, for so long that hasn't happened. Mm -hmm. They have not been a fast team. And, like, that black and gold just, like, moving all fast. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Just hits different. There was a tweet from last season that's just stuck in my mind, and it's stuck in a lot of people's minds. But it was during the Oregon State game, and it was obviously a blowout. But at some point it was just so apparent, like, man, so you just can't handle this speed. They can't match up with this. And it kind of it blew up back at the time, you know? Mm -hmm. And just people were like, how have we gotten to this point, blah, blah, blah. We're back, baby. We're back. What else do we got? Um, okay, we've got another one from Sam Bailey. Any news on the other blue chip who was going to commit soon? Uh, <laughs> I don't know who that is. Yeah, I need a name. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Blue chip is also too vague because pretty much everyone they recruit now is a blue chip. Right, yeah. Um, I can't remember. I don't know. Okay. Kai Bates. Oh, there it right? is. What a pull. Yeah. Um, he, what, he had him in their top, his top, top eight? Top seven, okay. I believe. Um, I can't remember how to spell his name, though. He's a four-star. I got him here. Out of Orlando, Florida. Um, fringe top 100 player. FSU was in there. I think LSU, Tennessee. Uh, I can't remember when he set his commitment date. It's pretty soon, though. Okay. Um, I want to get this one right now. From uh, Lejeune, be honest. 
How many bad seats are in Folsom? I'm shopping for tickets. When I tell you zero, I really mean zero. There's one spot I would say don't sit there, mm-hmm. and it is the west side of the stadium, farthest to the, the like Champion towards Center. the Champion Center. Yes. So opposite side of the Champion Center, farthest that way. That way is just like tucked in a little bit. It's kind of like um, I, I uh, liken it to like shooting a three from out of bounds on the baseline. Yeah. You know, like you, it's harder to hit that shot right. because the backboard's in the way. Yep. Um, that's the only place I would say don't sit there. On top of that, that's where the away section is. Yeah. Good job putting them there. Um, so if as long as you're sitting in the home section, anywhere on the field, you are uh, you're going to be in a good spot. For sure, man. Not a bad seat. What else, Alyssa? Um, out of my mind says, were you impressed with Travis? I was. Sheesh. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we talked about it yesterday, just the confidence he has. It just, it's so apparent, and it's just who he is, like, to the T. Yeah, and, and again, you know, I talked about it. He's just different, man. He's not, he's like, you know, he takes his, the questions literally, which is fine. Yeah. He's like, okay, you ask me a question, I answer it. Yep. You know, he's not, yep. um, he's not here to, like, read between the lines of your question and um, paint a picture based off of what he thinks you're trying to ask him. It's just right. like, you know, do you think you guys are going to be good this year? Yes. Or whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I'm sure I'm sure, not everyone understands that, but we've, you know, we've been around him for long enough now that we get how he is. Yeah. Uh, and I was impressed with his confidence. Not be, not that I didn't know it. I just think it's great every time I see it. I'm just like, wow. Like, you know, whether it's him talking about how his favorite thing to do is embarrass people. Yeah. Um, or, you know, just exuding that confidence the way that he was yesterday it's uh it's it's different and i like it travis is just a simple man he loves playing football fishing he loves fishing (laughs) he loves his girlfriend and family and he loves hanging out with his friends what else do you need you don't need much else (laughs) (laughs) i don't think you need anything else unsanctioned sports authority says travis wants to fish and dominate nothing more nothing less Uh, absolutely well he it's really he just wants to dominate because he wants to yep. dominate the fish. Yeah. A <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, couple more. Ken said, RK Jake, what's a question you wanted to ask but didn't get a chance to? Um, I would have loved to talk to Caleb more. I mean, for sure. First of all, on the buffs, I would love to just have all three of those guys for a two-hour show. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? The whole way through. So I have... Dozens of questions I would love to sure. ask them. Outside of that, it's not more. Uh, it's not as much of a question that I wish I ha- I could have asked as much as a question I wish they would have answered. Uh, and I only asked it to one guy because after he answered it, I was like, okay, this is everyone's gonna say. But I wanted to know how concerned these coaches are about the future of the conference. Yeah. So I, I asked that to Kyle Whittingham. He said, I'm not concerned at all. I'm like, okay, well you're lying, and now I'm gonna stop asking this question. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but that's the one I would love. To, I just want to hear, like, hey, yeah, this is, you know, this is a weird position to be in. There's so much movement. Um, it's a, it's unsettling. Um, I, I wish I would have asked Charles Kelly about Demoy Kennedy, just because we've talked about him a lot recently. That would have been. That a was a little one. bit of a miss on me. Um, I don't think it's a miss. We just had, you know, ten minutes. I mean, yeah, we got great stuff from him. Yeah. But I think that's all that really comes to mind. Okay. Uh, okay, last one here from Big Teasy. How did it feel when number two said he watches the show on YouTube YouTube all the time? Uh, that was just incredible, man. Incredible. Honestly, incredible. Um, and 
I don't know. Like we've also heard, you know, little rumblings that Coach Prime has watched and watches the show sometimes. Yeah. Um, especially when we have his guys on, uh, and it's just crazy. It, it it it's truly unbelievable when I think about when I like think about it too hard. Right. You know, it's like you just start to like take yourself back to seven or whatever, however many months ago it was, and then try to imagine like, okay, you know, seven months from now. Um, the greatest cornerback of all time will have watched your show. Yeah. Um, one of the best quarterbacks in the country watches. Uh, and you have thousands and thousands of people tuning in every day to hear you talk about the buffs. From all over the world. It, it blows my mind if I think about it too, if I focus on it too much. Um, and so, you know, it's, uh, it's really, really cool and... Uh, I talked to Shador a little bit off the set yeah. later, and, and he kind of expanded on it a little more, and it's just like, wow, man. Um, you know, we're, we're all about just building community yeah. and, you know, talking, uh, talking buffs and making a space where everyone can come and hang out. Yep. And to see it come to life in that way is just uh, is really, really special. Yeah. Yesterday was a little bit of a moment where it was kind of just like reflecting on the last seven, eight months and like, God damn, man. Yep. Amen. Crazy. Uh, what else? Uh, okay. PD Swag says, Jake and RK, what are your thoughts on the interview with the commish? Do you feel any <laughs> confidence from him regarding the future of the pack? No. No. I feel um, confidence uh, from him on the past of the pack, talking about how they should have had two in every college football playoff if they were a 12-team so playoff, and they would have had a champion by now, and I was just like, oh, man. That uh, was so wild. Um, the thing is, not everyone is built for the podium or the microphone. Um, I don't think it's his strong suit, so it doesn't, and he doesn't really help himself there. Yeah. And it's different than, like, a young player. This is, like, a guy who's in charge of a massive – Right. Business, essentially. And uh, it didn't inspire any, nothing he said inspired any confidence in me, but I'm already at zero on the confidence exactly. meter. Exactly. Like, I don't know, man. They've had so many chances to really, like, prove something, and it's just been talk for a year straight. And at this point, it's just until I see something that's actually, like, substantial, I just, I'm over it. Yeah. There's nothing to talk about. Yep. What's up? What else do we got? Uh, okay, so a couple from around the world. We've got out of my mind, he's in Saudi as an expat. Wow. wow. Patrice is all over the world. She is greetings from Switzerland. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, okay, so last question here from our guy, Sean. How's the hangover hitting, though? What's up, Sean? <sighs> it's hitting. It's hitting. <laughs> I will say, I, uh, I turned things around pretty quickly from the time I woke up to the time I got on this set. You're a vet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, you know, I'm feeling all right. Uh, I need some food yep. and to uh, to get out of this town. Absolutely. <laughs> um, yes, I swear, we did get an interview with Cam Ward. That'll go up soon. We have got a ton of stuff going up today, yep. uh, over the next few days, really. For sure. Um, but, yeah, let's get out of here. Let's get some food, man. Yes, and a nap. I'm down. Let's go Buffs. Let's go Buffs.